into uh, the good and the bad and the ugly of saying yes yeah. to God. And we are here and excited to welcome a friend to the podcast, a friend of the podcast, a friend of ours who's been a friend of ours since we were knee high to a grasshopper or whatever Southern thing that you want to hear. <laughs> um, well, I ain't never been as small as a grasshopper. <laughs> Grasshopper. Oh, grasshopper. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is our friend Kay, and she works with a missions organization uh, serving as a children's pastor in Europe. She's been on the field. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Europe. <laughs> Europe. That's how us rednecks. I tried to read off of this little piece of paper over here and not move my head and try not to move this chair. It's very, there's a lot of things I'm having to think of and it's not going well for me over here. <laughs> um, she works with a missions organization. <laughs> Bring it down now. Uh, she works with a missions organization serving in Europe as a children's pastor. She's been on the mission field for 12 years. We are so grateful to have Kay here in the podcast studio with us today. So Kay. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Kay, would you give us just a little bit of a rundown of uh, what you've been up to in these past 12 years while serving on the mission field and what is in your future? Okay. Would you like me to start how I got to starting in the missions? Or well, do that in a little um, bit? if you could just give us like a little like snapshot of, of okay. a little snapshot of what you're doing now. Yes. And then... And we'll kind of back, back it up. Okay. okay. So first, um, I began overseas in Italy. So when I finally said yes to the Lord, Italy is where it started. And so I was a kids pastor at an international church there. Most of the people there were Nigerian and Filipino. Um, so most of my kids, that's where they were from. Um, and began there working in the kids ministry and then transitioned. I felt like I needed to be someplace that needed help starting from the ground up. So I went to... Um, Belgium. And I was in the country of Belgium with a church plant starting from nothing. Um, and, um, began to create a kids program there. In the meantime, I also felt, um, a call to help other churches with their children's ministry. Mm -hmm. And because of, 
um, how things were doing well in Belgium. And uh, my leadership said, yes, let's do this. Let's go. And so we want you to help other churches. And so a, a position became available for me to uh, move to another country. So I was in the country of Hungary. And while I was there, I was a kids pastor at a church, but also um, doing some other ministry, helping international churches with their children's ministry as well. And then um, I am now currently on my way after four and a half years in Hungary. I'm on my way to um, the country of Germany okay. and I will be working there um, at a church with the military families. Wow. That's awesome. That's really good. Um, so <clears throat> now that we kind of know where you are now, let's back up 12, 13, 14, 20 years, however many years uh, to how you got to this point, how you got to say yes for the mission field. Um, you know, this is definitely not <clears throat> something that a lot of people think about necessarily mm -hmm. going in doing missions work. So how did you get to the yes? So I grew up in a church where we were constantly at church all of the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was yeah. always in kids ministry, always involved. And mm -hmm. even as a kid, I was involved in kids ministry, yeah. doing puppet ministry and things like that. Oh, puppet ministry. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Traveling. I still know how to do my hands. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. It's a skill we put on our um, resume. <laughs> we do. Puppeteer mm -hmm. Puppeteer. <laughs> That's how my all began. Uh -huh. But I did um, just went traveling with our kids pastors at the time, doing puppet ministry with them and just being a part of kids ministry. And then mm -hmm. growing up in the church, I um, later on became involved in teaching like the little kids and different things like that. So constantly involved in kids ministry at the right. church. Um, and then whenever I graduated from high school, an opportunity came for us to go on a missions trip. But I'm from small town USA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, that's never thought that ever came to right. my mind or an agenda <laughs> or leaving my little small town. Mm -hmm. So I always assumed I would, this would just be where I'd be. I wouldn't right. go anywhere else. No way would I ever leave the country right. and why would I ever need a passport? So um, then we went on this missions trip. And while we were there, that's where I felt that God called me to be a missionary. And so when we returned, I went to the pastor and just said, hey, this is what I feel that God's calling me to do. I feel like I'm being called to do missions. The only thing I knew about missions is what we just did on that mission trip. Right, That's all right. I knew. Yeah. And um, he said, well, you know, you need to learn how to minister to people. You need to go to school mm -hmm. and um, no instruction of which school. Oh. But um, but because of that, I did know of a school that had um, ministry. Mm -hmm. And so I went to that school. And while I was there, I would go um, every summer and go on missions trips, uh, Central and South America. So okay. that's where I thought that I would be because Spanish was the other language right. and Central and South America. I liked it and enjoyed being there. And so that's where I thought I would be mm -hmm. until um, a tragedy came yeah. um, to our, our church family. And uh, I was working on the staff at the church at the time. I just actually left staff at the church at the time. And when that tragedy happened, um, my boss at the time was was killed. Um, and some other very close friends were all killed in a plane crash. Yeah. And from yeah. that point on, when I was working very closely with him, I came to the conclusion, like, I can't go and visit my bus kids and tell them he's yeah. not coming back. Mm -hmm. It was wow. just too much for me. And I yeah. said, okay, Lord. I'll just keep doing ministry, but I'll just do it within the local church, right. you know, and I just put <clears> the <throat> dreams of missions to the side yeah. and I just Ooh. said, I'm going to have my American dream. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get my husband and my car and my kids and I'll just live the American dream and have my beautiful right. house. And so about seven years later and none of that happened, wow. 
Um, and seven years of saying no mm-hmm. and being a Jonah and running from the call God put on my life. Yeah. Um, finally, mm-hmm. it all came down to a place where he said, okay, yeah. I called you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that calling doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And I've spent seven years saying no. Yeah. And so finally, one day I said, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> That's really what I told the Lord. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, fine, be that way. Yeah. In the process of thinking, I would get this man that I was hoping to make him be the man. Uh-huh. And he just wasn't the man. Uh-huh. He just wasn't the man. He was not the man, but <laughs> I was hoping he would be the man. He uh-huh. wasn't. And in the process of trying to get along with the Lord and find out, Lord, is he the one or is he not? Uh-huh. The Lord said, get away, just get away, go someplace yeah. else. So on a Sunday, I went to a completely different church mm-hmm. that I'd never been to before, but I had friends there. And my friend's husband was talking about going on this mission trip to Africa. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to go to Africa, but I have never ever wanted to go to Africa. Uh-huh. So I was like, why do I want to go to Africa? And the crazy thing is I paid for myself to go. Yeah. Like I figured I would talk myself out of it and it mm-hmm. wouldn't actually happen, but I paid for myself to go to Africa. Yeah. And then when I got there, I was like, Lord, why in the world am I here? Yeah. This is not like my heart people like in central and South America, that's where my heart people were. Right. But, and this was supposed to be, you know, just a water well missions trip kind of right. thing. Yeah. One and done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just going to go. But when yeah. I came back, um, went to the church and they were having a women's conference mm-hmm. and the person that was speaking at the women's conference kept talking about missions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, could you please be quiet? Please just stop. <laughs> I don't want to hear because, missions. Yeah. Because yeah. missions really wasn't something talked about. Yeah. No. Growing up. Mm-hmm. No. And so I'm sitting here just coming back off this mission trip, just knowing what I promised the Lord. And this lady's sitting here talking about missions and I'm just like, Oh, stop it. Uh-huh. Just stop talking about it. And then it came time to go to the altar and I was like, oh, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. So I went to the altar. The Holy Spirit's sneaky. Yes, he um, is. Mm-hmm. And I went to the altar. He's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows and what he's doing. I raised my hands and I said, fine. Okay, I'll do it. Yes. Oh my goodness. I said, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And I know you're probably going to send me to Africa. Uh-huh. And that's not where I want to go. Yeah. But I know that's where you're going to send me. If that's where you want to send me, then I'll go. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> and I, that's the way I talked to the Lord. Like yeah, yeah, when I, yeah. my surrender yeah. was like a, okay, I give up. Like right. you could, I'll take it. I'll do it. Whatever you say. I'll go. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Like just stop talking to me about it. <laughs> well, we have just been uh, talking about how prayer is just talking to the Lord in a conversation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little snarky. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a yeah. little teenager stomping your feet. Like mm-hmm. fine, be yeah. that way. I'll do what you said, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to like it. Yep. And that's kind of how I was about uh-huh. it. Cause I knew I had no choice anymore. Right. I said, no, <laughs> I've been Jonah. I'm coming up out of the whale and it's right. time to finally say just yeah. yes. Okay. So I ended up um, leaving the job that I was at mm-hmm. and um, I've been, then I said, well, then how do I know where to go and what to do? And how do I do this? Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to know where right. to go now. Yeah. And, um, but then I remembered when I had gone back, when I was younger on a missions trip um, through my organization that I'm with now mm-hmm. that I had gone through them and I was like, oh yeah, I've been on trips with them. Let me right. see what's available and begin to look. And whenever I was looking, um, I was looking for a country in central South America but it, what I was looking for wasn't coming up. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to do what I had done before. Yeah. yeah, It wasn't coming up. And I was like, well, well, what else is there? And I just started looking for places. Right. And then Paris came up. And uh-huh. I was like, 
hold up. <laughs> you can do missions oh. in Paris? Are you kidding me? I want to go to Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's exactly what I said. So I was like, hey, let me message these people. Hey, yeah. do you still need someone to go to Paris? And, um, and so they were looking for more long-term, not just because my, yeah. In my mind, my yes was to Jesus, but it wasn't like for long term. It was time. for like <laughs> three months, yeah. two months, six mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Yes, Lord, I'll go, I'll go. I'll go but short term. Bit. I lived in Haiti for two months. I lived in El Salvador for two months. So I lived in these other places, but for short term. So I didn't mm-hmm. expect this to be a long, I'm saying yes, but okay, I'll go back to what I was doing before. Right. And they were really looking for someone longer term because visas aren't just easy to get. If you get past your 90 days, then you have to have a special visa. And if you're just like, it's only three more months, they Mm -hmm. may not approve that. Mm -hmm. So um, I began to look and I kept seeing this um, city pop up and I was like, well, where's that? Padova. Where's Padova? Uh That's the way the Americans say it, but Uh Padova is the way the Italians say it. Uh And um, and I saw this need being posted and I was like, hmm, well, I can do all of those things. Let me see. And it was kids ministry. I had also been an office manager at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was kids ministry and like office managing things Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I was like, I can do all that stuff. So I just messaged the missionaries and was like, do you still need somebody? Mm -hmm. And they said, well, can you tell us your testimony? And I did. And they said, um, can you come for two years or two 11 month terms? And I was like, hold up, wait a minute. Nope, nope, nope. You said two what? You said said two minutes, right? (laughs) Yeah. I was like two years. Wow. That's, a lot of commitment. Uh-huh. And um, and I'm just like, I've never lived on that side of the world. Right. And I don't know that I want to do that uh-huh. immediately and just say yes. And then I'm the person who's going to make the commitment. I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to say yes and then get there and find out this is, that it, was, it may be magical in everybody's mind as uh-huh. far as like Italy and places like that. Right. But living somewhere is a whole different level yeah. than just touristing and vacationing. Right. right. You're totally submersed in the... Yes, yeah. in the culture, you got to figure out all the the day to day stuff, mm-hmm. the city life, and, yeah. or the country life, or or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to find out where your groceries are going to come from, yep. where your shoes are going to come from. You like, got to find out what where, you need to pay for those groceries, exactly, uh-huh. and exactly. how to talk to the people inside of the grocery uh-huh. store. All know. the things, all yeah. the things. Yep. So that kind of led me into the then mm-hmm. Italy, and then Belgium, and then Hungary, and then Germany. Wow. So all that leading up to so. Leading up to your yes, um, it sounds like you were, this wasn't just like something out of the blue where God was like, I'm calling you to the mission field and you have no skills, but I'm just going to like, just go over there and figure it out. Like, it sounds like all of your adult life, it sounds like God was preparing you from a very young age Mm -hmm. to minister. So can you talk a little bit about maybe the prep work that you didn't realize was prep work mm-hmm. yeah so here in um, the small town uh-huh. we did a lot of bus ministry so mm-hmm. we traveled to um, the projects in a neighboring bigger city mm-hmm. and we would pick up kids and bring them to church and some of them are from rougher lifestyles and things right. like that um, and we did a lot of ministry that's just kind of out of the box mm-hmm. and so a lot of that prepared me for a lot of out of the box ministry in overseas things that you know having to think in different ways about how to do ministry I mean even just in the different I had worked in the travel place for a little bit Mm -hmm. just in different places I'd worked on a church staff um so I've been in different areas of ministry within Mm -hmm. the church but then also outside of the church right which all accumulated together to equal someone who could do more than just 
one thing. Right. More right. than just kids ministry. Yeah. I can also do other things yeah. too. And so um, doing kids ministry in a context, in a European context, is that something that's outside of the norm for European churches? Do they uh, not necessarily do a children's ministry? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, we are living in a post-Christian era in the, in Europe. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. what is very common here growing up with grandma and grandpa taking me to church, you know, maybe sometimes right. the parents don't take you to church, but you always came with grandma and grandpa right. or right. mom and dad always took us to church when we were kids. Mm -hmm. We never missed a Sunday. Mm -hmm. That is not the norm yeah. in Europe. Um, most of the kids that I minister to now are first generation Wow, kids okay. going to the church for the first wow. time. Yeah. Um, especially in the European context. Yeah. Um, and I've worked at a lot of international churches and mm -hmm. those, some people coming from cultures, maybe Latino cultures or mm -hmm. African cultures may have had a church experience right. of some sort, yeah. but usually European, that's not the norm. Um, and so you can, you will have more of like a Latino African culture or groups of people, mm -hmm. um, in your churches right. because they are drawn to a church, right. Christian believing church. Yeah. Um, and then other people may come as a result of invitations and things like that. But for kids, most of them, it's their first generation. Yeah. Wow. So, um, Jamie, would you mind reading Isaiah six, eight? Do you have that up over there? It's like, are you talking to me? Hey, Jamie. <laughs> hey, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Hey, um, Isaiah six, eight says, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, here I am. Send me. Yeah. So Isaiah said yes. Mm -hmm. Kay said yes. And um, it might, you might think, okay, if the Lord is calling you to something, of course you're going to say yes. And it's going to be an easy yes. And the road is going to be just like smooth and free of any kind of problems and you're just going to always get it right and everything's going to sail along just smoothly and wonderfully. Um, but we called this the good, the bad, and the ugly of saying yes. And so I would love for you to talk to us, Kay, about some of the bad and the ugly that comes along with saying yes. Yeah. So um, when, when I first said this final, okay, yes, Lord, I'll go. The thing no, that you, I... You mean, okay, fine? Yeah. yeah okay, fine. fine. I'll <laughs> yeah. do it. All right, <laughs> I'll do it. Yes. When I said that, uh -huh. um, I didn't realize a fear that I had had inside of me mm -hmm. until it kind of came close. And this was actually when I was going to go on that trip to Africa. Okay. So it was during that time thinking about all the trips I had done before I had been over in Central and South America mm -hmm. on this side of the world within like two or three hour flight right. away. Yeah. While Probably I was in the in, same time zone yes. as your family. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so when I was in the country of Haiti, um, while I was there, my mom passed away. Yeah. And that was the last week that I was there the last few days. And um, my dad called and he had never called. I, he didn't know how to call. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. International, yeah. anything. Yeah. He didn't. And I yeah. was like, how in the world is he calling? I'm about to go home. What in the world's yeah. going on? Small and found town out she USA, passed away. small town mm -hmm. dad. Yeah. Yes. That's not and so because of that, um, and things happened, I wasn't able to get back yeah. in time for the funeral and yeah. just a lot of family things. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I finally came to say yes to going to another country on the other side of the world, right. I remember standing at the altar praying afraid. Right. And then also saying, Oh God, take care of my dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. 
this is the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can't just jump on a plane and two hours be home. Right. This is the other 18 hours for that flight. Right. I'm like, that's, I, I, and I had just this fear. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the biggest fear that I had was that something would happen to him. Right. And, um, thank God that he took care of him for me because I had made an agreement with God. Yeah. Um, and that was my deal with him. I'll mm-hmm. go, but you have to take care of my dad. Right. And, I said that to him and I meant it. Yeah, That's yeah. my deal with you. Yeah. I'll go, but you take care of him. Right. And um, I'll do my part and do whatever I can. Yeah. But you do your part. Yeah. Right. You take care of him, God. Mm-hmm. And so um, part of the ugly is you have to leave things behind. Right. That you may just be in a comfortable place with and you don't want right. to leave that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You no. do not want to go away from things that are familiar to you, mm-hmm. like you were talking earlier, language, food, yeah. all of these things, family, friends. Yeah. Um, and so walking away means walking away from a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of us can, would, you know, we might say, oh, I could probably do that. But then you get just a few days away from home, like on vacation even, and you're like, man, I miss my bed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't, back. yeah, I don't usually sleep that well while I'm on vacation. Cause I'm like, I need my bed. I need my pillows. Mm-hmm. So like saying yes and going to, you know, an, another country and, you know, across an ocean mm-hmm. um, where nothing is familiar. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just run to Walmart mm-hmm. and pick up toothpaste and, and a toothbrush when you run out. You've got to figure out where to go and you, you know, you've got to find a doctor when you get sick mm-hmm. and you've got to like it, it. There's a lot that goes into saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and no matter how long you train, mm-hmm. no matter what they teach you in school, no mm-hmm. matter what the books say, they can never put you in that spot yeah, and make you feel the feelings that are going to come mm-hmm. And prepare you for the struggles that you're going to face. And, um, you know, this is not saying yes to a vacation. Mm -hmm. It's not a glorified vacation. It's not. There are a lot of struggles that Mm -hmm. we don't even know about. Mm -hmm. And just being, you know, and hearing you say you're across the country, um, you're across the country from your support system as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you've got to pull yourself away and the, and the only support system that you have mm-hmm. is the lord yeah so yep. it's like okay god i'm i'm really stepping out on the water here mm-hmm. i'm trusting you that when i put my foot down mm-hmm. yeah there's going to be something under my under my foot right. because you told me to get out of the boat yeah. right yes. and i'm getting out of the boat and you're telling me to come mm-hmm. and so um you know we we need to remember mm-hmm. our our loved ones and our friends who are across doing the lord's work yeah. all over the world mm-hmm. you know this is not a vacation for them mm-hmm. you know they may have a couple of days to go see sites or whatever if if they even get that but you are working yeah mm-hmm. you are living you are working um double duty yeah cuz not only are you working to to you know bring the good news right to bring mm-hmm. the good news to working in a church and caring for the people but you're also having to keep up your finances mm-hmm. yeah you know people don't go over there and and 
have all the money in the bank yet. Right. <laughs> exactly. So not not only are it's they depend of, they are depending on yeah it's a lot God of faith. for mm-hmm. for provision. Yep. And depending on the people of faith mm-hmm. who pledge. Yeah. And make those pledges. So little note here: if you pledge to give something yes. to give finances to a missionary, Whew. please. Follow through for the sake mm-hmm. of all that is good in this world. Yeah, do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people count on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if in good faith you want to write something down because you feel bad, don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Wait. Commit right. to pray for that person yes. right. before you make a pledge. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Pray yeah. for them first. Mm-hmm. Pray that God will give you an amount and that God will sustain you in right. that. Mm-hmm. In that. But don't just put something flippantly down on a page because people really do count on those yeah. finances. Yeah. And it's not about the money part. Right. But it is about supporting someone in their livelihood. Yeah. And but, yeah. But that does go into some of the challenges. Yeah. Is yeah. For Kay. Please. Like she has to raise all of the funds mm-hmm. to be able to go and do what she's called to do. Can you expound on that like Mm -hmm. because you have to travel to churches all over Mm -hmm. the united states yeah and and you have to i don't know how many times that you have to share Mm -hmm. and 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 it's good because it's a reminder but it also um can be very taxing you know people think well they came home for respite no they didn't no no (laughs) there's no break where's where's the rest there's no rest because yeah we were talking earlier about um just the fact that there may be people who are missionaries that their call in the mission field is not a preacher they're Mm -hmm. not calling Mm -hmm. to be a pastor of a church or a preacher i'm a kid's pastor so i prefer to talk to kids all day long yeah um (laughs) doing a church service is not my forte right and so there are times one of the challenges of doing that is that there are times a pastor may say you've got three minutes to tell your story like you've been on the mission field for 12 years you got three minutes to tell everybody tell everybody what you've done where you're going Mm -hmm. what support you need why they need to and why they need to support you in three minutes in three minutes or they may say, um, okay, so you have the whole service. And you're like, oh, I'm not a preacher. That's not my thing, but okay. So, yeah. you know, every time I come home, I have to try to figure out what's something I can do for adults, what's something mm-hmm. I can do for kids, what's something yeah. I can do for three for minutes, what's something I can do for a whole hour and a half. Uh-huh. Like, what are things that I can do? And so I try to get creative and think out of the box there too. Yeah. Um, one of the challenges, and it's not necessarily an ugly thing, mm-hmm. it would be more of a challenge thing is the fact that with the organization I'm with, we have to raise every single penny. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, and people say, well, doesn't your missions organization support you? Don't they just don't you like they, they're sending you. So don't they give you? And the, no. no. Um, and so someone gives me a budget and the normal person or even this person, me will look at that budget and go, Oh dear Jesus, how in the world, how in the world am I going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. We have two budgets. Uh-huh. We have a cash budget and we have a monthly budget. And mm-hmm. if someone gave you a bill and said, here's wow. how much money you owe. And you'd be like, where in the world am I going to come up with this? Uh-huh. It's not like it's a bill, but kind of sort of like that. Is, like here's yeah. how much you have to have yeah. in order to go. And, um, and we cannot go until we have every penny. We cannot yeah. go until we have all of the cash and we yeah. cannot go until we have all of the pledges. People right. saying It's got to be at 100%. Support. That way we aren't getting there and then having to say, hey, we don't have any money. Could people please give money while we're here? Mm -hmm. Right. And then forcing you to have to leave if you don't have the funds to support you. So 
it's a faith building thing because, you know, that's exactly what it does to me and for me. Um, in the beginning when I very first had to do that and the numbers were nothing where they are now (laughs) back then I was just for shorter terms. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't as much. And, um, back then I would get pinched nerves. I would get driving down the road, going to churches to raise funds. I would get pinched nerves. I'd have headaches. I had to go to the chiropractor, like all of these things, just Mm -hmm. because the physical stress of raising the funds. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I think maybe between Belgium and Hungary and between those two Uh that I began to realize, and I knew it and we know it. And people Mm -hmm. say, God will provide and okay, but you still don't have to raise the budget. I do. Uh Well, you don't, you don't have to look at that number every day. Right. You don't have to answer emails, you know, where are you at? How far much more you have, you know, you need to do this by this date. And you've got people on the other side of the world going, when are you going to be here again? Because we've got things we Mm -hmm. want, we've got plans and we have your name on them. And And so, so much stress and pulling from all kinds of places. Mm -hmm. And I have learned a long time ago that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That's right. And when it's time for me to have the cattle, he will give it to me. Yes. So so I -hmm. no longer on the fundraising part of it. Yeah. I no longer stress. Now I may say that and I may not feel stressed, but then I still go to the chiropractor. (laughs) Problems. Your your body says lies. And that comes probably closer to when there's budgets or when there's, um, when there is uh tight deadlines and yeah. things like that kind of gets a little worse. But, um, but when it comes to that part, I try not to stress about that anymore because yeah. I have to say, you know what? I'm not on any man's timeline. Yeah. The yeah. Lord is the one who creates the timeline when I'm supposed to be there. I will be there and he will make it happen. And I have learned that I do not get to the mission field because of any man. Talk about it. Say that again. God is the one who provides. That's right. In ways you would never imagine from people like that blows my mind. Mm -hmm. I have like a little, um, spreadsheet that we get that lets us know if someone's given. And right. when that happens, I'll look and I'm just like, Oh my word. Oh my goodness. What? Oh, yeah. who hot? Really? Oh yeah. my goodness. You know, because so it just lets me know, like I, the person that I think should be the one who I know is blessed financially could right. would support usually is never the one who the gives. One, you know, yeah. It's usually this little old lady at church, but it's not even just little old ladies. It's uh-huh. just someone who I was speaking one church and the husband was former is military or retired military. And he uh-huh. heard me speak and his wife wasn't there. And he was like, Hey, we're going to support her mm-hmm. just because of what I shared from where I'm going, and what yeah. I'm doing. And so the Lord speaks to people's hearts and the sweetest things at one church I was at recently, the kids uh, had two little girls give me a little heart shaped bracelet, a little star shaped bracelet. Aww. That to me was the best offering ever. Right, right. The yeah. sweetest things and being able to minister and put into the hearts of kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The understanding of ministry in yeah. Europe and, and around the world in missions. And yeah. I think that that's something that gets that doesn't get highlighted enough is that when you're like speaking in churches, when you're fundraising and you're talking to the kids and you're talking to the families, you really are giving them like a picture of what they're like for the kids, what their life could be down the road. Mm-hmm. Like this is what a missionary looks like. Mm-hmm. And this is what, this is something that I could do. And can you talk about that? Um, the little girl that, uh, I think she wrote you a letter talking about wanting to be a missionary. 
because she had heard you one time. Uh huh. Yeah. And actually I just saw her a couple weeks ago. Okay. At a yeah. Church. yeah. Yeah. Talk about her. Yeah. There's, um, I went to visit a, and actually I was at just at that church this Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, and so this little girl goes to that church and I was coming to speak to the kids and mm-hmm. she wasn't there that Sunday. So she wrote me a letter, wanted to make sure oh. they gave me the letter. And she said, um, I, um, want to be a missionary. I, I love you. And I just, I love what you do. And I want to be mm-hmm. a missionary. So she wrote wow. me this letter and gave that to me, made sure I got the letter. Um, and then actually a couple of weeks ago, um, I went to the church and she was there. She wasn't there the Sunday I came to speak to the kids, but right. she was there that Sunday. She saw me and she, her brother came to me and was like, oh, Miss Kay, but my sister's coming. My sister's coming. Uh-huh. And so she came over to me and hugged me and she just was loving talking. We were talking about, um, tradition, the Christmas traditions around the world. Right. And maybe she could study those and get to know more about Christmas traditions in other countries and what yeah. they do. And just some exciting things that mm-hmm. would kind of help her focus on missions. And then her mom came up to me um, before they got ready to leave. And she said, I just want to let you know, if you don't think that you're making a difference, my daughter talks about you all of the time. Like yeah. she can't stop talking about you. Yeah. Oh, and I had not God. seen her in wow. since I was on the mission field. Cause I missed it when I was missed wow. her when I was there. Yeah. And so it's just one of those moments. I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. You know? So, um, and it's not me. It's right. the Lord's showing this little girl. Hey, this girl from a small town. Yeah. I called her. Right. I can call you mm-hmm. and I can have great plans for you. Yeah. And you should, a lot of times kids just need someone to be able to tell them how to do that or yeah. how to, you know, they have questions about what if I wanted to do that? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? You know, Yeah. where do I start? Where do I start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think we've, we've touched on a little bit mm-hmm. of the challenges. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about some of the bad and some of the ugly. Um, so let's, Go back to some of the good. What mm-hmm. are some of the things that you have just been blown away by what God has done in your life or done in your ministry mm-hmm. since you made the decision to say yes? Because, you know, you did have to say yes. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to force you mm-hmm. to to go onto the mission field, but you did say yes. And what are some of the things that you're glad that you said that, that hard yes? So, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, well, once you go, you're going to get married now. You're going to find the man of your dreams because uh, (laughs) you finally said yes to the Lord and you finally, finally given in to all the things he has for you. You know, well, here we are 12 years later and, um, (laughs) no, they were wrong. (laughs) Well, I did get prophesied over in Italy once and I was like, come on. Oh my goodness. Cannot tell you how many prophecies. <laughs> yeah. The man of your dreams, he's going to come in a suit and a tie. Oh, <laughs> the man of my dreams came in camo, cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those things that hasn't happened yeah. mm-hmm. as of yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But one of the really cool things was the day that my number one dream came true. Yeah. Um, because I was in Italy. We had done seven weeks of VBS. We do seven weeks of EBS, five days a week, eight hours a day, Ooh, over a hundred kids. My goodness. Um, from eight AM to about five PM. And every week we do a different VBS wow. with a different set of teams from America. So the teams from America would come and each week mm. we'd entertain the teams, take care of the teams, also do and lead the VBS, take care of the children. Oh my goodness. And then by the weekend we'd still have kids church. I'd still have to do kids church. Oh my gosh. And then rotate so change on again Saturday, to a new team. You were just like, do not call me. Well do sa- not no, Saturday new team came. Oh, so we had goodness. to. So you had no team. day. No, no day off. I no. need to take Seven a nap. Break. Ah, I got to take a nap right now. <laughs> yeah. No. So after oh. that, um, my first term there, yeah. the missionary I was working with said, So, okay, where do you guys want to go travel to? 
And I said, what do you mean travel to like in Italy? And she said, no, like, where do you want to go to? And I said, like anywhere, you can go anywhere. And she said, yeah. And I said, uh, can we go to Paris? <laughs> and she said, yeah. And I said, okay, that's okay. where I want to go. <laughs> so we, uh, there, there are cheap airlines over there. Oh, yeah. Like there are cheap ones here in the right. States, okay. but these ones were cheap. Back cheap, before cheap. they yeah. were cheap here, oh, yeah. like okay. 25 euro, yeah. you could fly from Italy to Paris. Yeah. So what's 25 euro? Like $25. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. 25 bucks. I'd be, going to, I'd be going to Paris too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we got a hotel. Me and a friend that was with me, she uh-huh. went with me and we went to Paris. And this airport with that airline, it flies like way outside of the city. It's not oh, near. Yeah. So you do have to take about an hour shuttle in. Mm-hmm. And oh, well. so my first time, hour shuttle in, it's about midnight because they fly wild hours too. Like yeah. really weird. That's how you get the $25 yes. flights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the red eye. <laughs> yes. So about midnight, yeah. we're sitting in this van and I'm just so excited, but I can't see anything. And all of a sudden in the very far distance, I see this little teeny tiny thing. And it's, it's glittering, sparkling, and, oh. and I was like, oh, "That's the that? Eiffel Tower!" That's the Eiffel Tower! <laughs> and so I was just so excited, and the people yeah. were like, "What?" So I'm like, the first time I saw it, I didn't know it twinkled. Yeah. I didn't know it sparkled. And yeah. from a van very far away, yeah. it looked like the tip of your finger. Right. I could see the Eiffel Tower sparkling. Yeah. I only knew it sparkled because I watched the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly, it was sparkling. Yep. Yeah. And then I got to but go into Paris. In real life too. Oh, I got to man. do the riverboat tour, and oh, it started so right cool. underneath the scene, uh, right yeah. underneath the Eiffel Tower. And then on the hour, it starts on the hour every time. And mm-hmm. so on the hours when the lights start coming on, so oh, I got to watch awesome. it sparkle. So my number one dream came yeah. true. Yeah, so by cool. saying yes to God. Right. And um, and then after so that, like, happens, like a little kiss on your cheek. I know, right? Yeah. I got and you, then girl. When that happens, and you're like, okay, Lord, so what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. you took my dream again. Right. Where else would I? I love to go. Yeah. Where else would yeah? You know, okay, let's stop right there. Right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I have to dream again. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know, God's a big God. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, your biggest dream and your most unattainable goal right. that mm-hmm. you, it seems like you can't. Yeah. How would I ever? Or how would this ever work out? Uh-huh. Or mm-hmm. God, I don't even deserve what I yeah. what I desire or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And God's like, no, dream again. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Like, like small I love you. To yeah. World traveler, like mm-hmm. to getting a scratch off map and being able to scratch off countries and places right. I never Hello. imagined going to. Yeah. You know? right. And doing ministry. The thing, whenever I was able to work with the um, international churches and travel, mm-hmm. I was able to go to the country of Finland and help a church wow. there. Yeah. Um, and it, this was an international church. The pastor is African mm-hmm. um, and in the country of Finland where it's very cold. So yeah. bless his heart, he's freezing. Dang. And uh, love those people and got to be there and, and help them walk through developing their kids' ministry and creating a kids' ministry and encourage the teachers and sit yeah. down with them and um, provide what is it that you need? How can I help well, you as a teacher? What do you need? what makes it easier for you yeah. and to provide resources for them. Yeah. And so I got to do that in, in Finland. Um, I've helped several and had you not, help. had you not gone to Africa, had you not exactly mm-hmm. said yes mm-hmm. previously, mm-hmm. maybe those doors wouldn't be open mm-hmm. because you know, you didn't have that experience, yeah. but now because you did, 
follow the will of God, you know, he's continuing to open the doors, mm-hmm. open the doors, open the doors. And also in his blessing, right. Closing doors. Yes. Yeah. And, and staying, you know, keeping you fresh and anointed and, and mm-hmm. filled up and, and provided for, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, that was just something that stuck out to me. Had, mm-hmm. had you not gone mm-hmm. to do th- this hard thing, mm-hmm. then this blessing yeah. Yeah. also a- another hard thing, mm-hmm. but you blessed the Lord there with your life. And now mm-hmm. he's saying, okay, well, I got this for you. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. beautiful. Um, you know, uh, Jamie said something that made me think of how do you stay that good gift of God stirred up within you? Mm -hmm. Um, I think like when it came to this last country that I was in, um, being with my kids and doing ministry and watching the discipleship process begin Mm -hmm. and truly go deeper with them, not just, um, we're going to learn about Jesus loves me today. And that's it. We begin to learn deeper. Yeah. We begin to learn about the Holy spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We begin to learn about baptism, about communion, about deeper level things and not just surface level Bible Mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. And, um, and through that, I began to see my kids go from, um, you know, kids that, yeah, I love Jesus. Or I gave my heart to Jesus to saying, Hey, we want to be baptized. Wow. And so, um, before I left, I was able to baptize eight of my kids. That's amazing. And that's something that had never, I'd never done before. Yeah. Even in all the years of ministry, just not ever done that, not been able to, I was there for four and a half years. So be Mm -hmm. able to get to that point to do that was just encouraging and even more like, I want to see this happen more. Right. I want to see ha- this happen more. Even mm-hmm. where I'm going to next, I yeah. want to see this happen more. I want to see our kids get deep in their faith mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. when they're questioned in school, especially in the Europe context, they're questioned in school by kids who have no concept of God. Right. right. We've got kids who are strong mm-hmm. in their belief and understand why and know why. Mm-hmm. And they can share with other kids wow. and have a way to defend their faith. Right. Mm-hmm. Without it being an argumentative thing or anything right. like that, they can yeah. defend their faith right now and then go back to playing on the slide. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they can just, it's just a common mm-hmm. thing for them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really what helped me be encouraged yeah. to continue to do what I do. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Um, I was going to read Ephesians 2.18, or no, sorry, Ephesians 2.10. And it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And it's clear from your testimony, Kay, that God had some really good things prepared for you and you have been walking in them. So as you get ready to go into your next season, what are some good (laughs) things that you are hopeful to see um, come to fruition on on? the mission build kind of the same a lot of um discipleship and some kids that are because a lot of our kids have been through a lot of trauma yeah and um through 2020 Mm -hmm. and since then um the kids i'll be working with now are in a context not international church but they're in a context where they move every couple of years right so they are continuously whether they want to or not yeah kids don't get they don't get to say um, gotta go 
picked up and moved to new locations. Right. Um, the time that we are in right now is very troubling in yeah. that culture. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of kids who have a lot of fear, a lot of worry. Yeah. And um, and I've really, myself, have gone through some childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And so there's things I've been working on even while I've been home this time, you know, thinking about those things and thinking about, God, why are you bringing this up for me now? Right. Goodness. Knowing that um, wow. there's a reason why I'm working through mine. And I feel like it's so that I can help them. And I feel that um, it's made me study more. It's made me have to learn more about trauma. Made me have to learn more about different situations. It helps me see kids in a different way Mm -hmm. than what I normally see them. Right. And so I think that the Lord, when he put this in my heart back in 2021, that's when he put this particular location and this church and this ministry in my heart was in 2021. And here we are, 2024. Wow. And I'm finally going. Yeah. And um, and so I knew that he put that in my heart back then. I had no clue what would be happening between then and now. Yeah. And um, and so I feel that there's some kids that need some hope yeah. and some encouragement. Wow. And just to think, you know, I think about the things that, you know, some of the things that I've gone through in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I see that God uses that to touch somebody else, right. to encourage somebody else, to me, yeah, I'm like, Lord, if you can use me, yeah, then the battle's worth it. Mm-hmm. If you can use me, then that trauma was worth it. If you can use it for your glory, then everything that I've gone through, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I trust you, and I know that you're not going to let anybody go through anything Mm -hmm. without using that Mm -hmm. in a way that not only does he get the greater glory, but he blesses you in that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so now seeing everything come full circle and God using you Mm -hmm. to really minister to those kids who, in, in other situations would not have that lifeline. Mm-hmm. You are the lifeline. Yeah. You're throwing them the lifeline yeah. of Jesus Christ. Right. You are throwing them um, what you know, mm-hmm. what you have experienced God yeah. to be, and what you have seen in your life. See, mm-hmm. the strongest testimony is your own testimony. Mm -hmm. It is because nobody can tell you Mm -hmm. that you didn't experience it. Uh (laughs) Nobody can tell you that you didn't see God move in your darkest days. Nobody can't tell me that God doesn't heal because he's healed my body. Yeah. Nobody can tell me that he doesn't save you because he saved me Mm -hmm. from many, many of things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when you minister out of that, Mm -hmm. that is powerful yeah and will do so much and i truly believe that only heaven will let you know yeah only heaven will tell yeah of of the things that the ripple effect Mm -hmm. of you just being willing and saying okay Mm -hmm. i'm hurting but i'll go anyway yeah Mm -hmm. um um you know i don't see where this is going to work out but i'll go anyway yeah because 
Even though you said yes, you still had to wait. Yeah. Even though you said yes, there was still a season of mm-hmm. preparation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, I said yes, and he didn't do anything about right, it. So forget it. So I'm they, just not going. Right. They just mm-hmm. keep on doing they the same up. thing. Yep. And they're, they're keeping on, you know, staying in the same boat. Well, you know what? Yeah. Did you stay on the track with the Lord? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did you just say, well, you're not doing anything? Yeah. You know, I mean. Well, and if Kay had said yes and then never actually done did the work to find, like, where are the opportunities for me? It's mm-hmm. not like you said yes and then God said, and now I want you to go to this place and right. talk to this person <laughs> and you'll have this opportunity. Tomorrow. Exactly. Pack your bags. Exactly. Like, That's not how it works. You still had to do the work. Like, you right. said yes. And he was like, all right, let's get started. Yeah. That you said yes. And then you backed that up. You know, then you were like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to quit my job. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. That is talking about a leap of faith. Right. And especially in the world that we live in today. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that is huge. huge. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of people are not patient enough mm-hmm. well we're we kind of want, they want everything it now. right now yeah. i mean we right. and we have everything at our right. fingertips mm-hmm. like at all times so we don't really have to wait for things no mm-hmm. so when you say yes to god mm-hmm. you just expect immediately to have whatever it is that he's called you to mm-hmm. and that's that's never how it works no. like i've never had mm-hmm. anybody be like yeah i said yes to god and then all of a sudden there was my was ministry done. standing think right about in front it. of me. Yeah. If you were the same person, if you were the same person yeah. that when you said yes, mm-hmm. if you were that same person today, could you? And, you know, just we, we would think about it. Could mm-hmm. we have handled all the things that God allowed us to go through? Right. And I say God allowed us because he mm-hmm. did allow yeah. us. Yep. Because he teaches us. Mm-hmm. He uses mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Number one, to show us and remind us that he is God. Yeah. And he's the one in control of this whole thing. That's it. Um, but I, I I say that, you know, we wouldn't go through half of the stuff uh-huh. that we've been no, through. We would right. handle it. Yeah. yeah. Opt I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, see, one of the things that I have learned more than anything this year is that uh, my yes is going to come with a loss. Yeah. And oh, it's man. been a lot of losses man. <laughs> this year. So one of the things, um, and I'll get a little personal, but one of the things that I've always said was, you know, most missionaries sell everything they have and they give everything away and then they leave and they go and then mm-hmm. they have nothing. Mm-hmm. So I've always had a safety net of a place to live when I come back to the U.S. and mm-hmm. a vehicle to drive. Right. I've always had that safety net and I've always had family, yeah. you know. So then this year, um, everything that I would consider home has been removed from me. Yeah. Everything. My yeah. father passed away. Um, and this will be my first time moving back to the field without my dad being there to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Um, the place that I've always known home is no longer that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, everything that is familiar to me, that would mean when I say home, I know what home means, Mm -hmm. the people or a building or family or whatever, Mm -hmm. all of those things have been removed. Yeah. And so this is the first time I'm leaving 
kind of like an orphan, like a homeless yeah. orphan. I right. really truly am an orphan now, you know, yeah. like I'm yeah. leaving with nothing to return to. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that's Jesus. been one of the hardest challenges that I'm still dealing with. I'm mm-hmm. processing, I'm working on that because I'm just like day by day. It really is truly day by day. Right. Um, it's not choices I've chosen or mm-hmm. wanted to happen. It's just the way things have happened. But in all of that, God has still been good. Yeah. yeah. And, in every loss, he made things better. Yeah. Um, now yeah. he didn't, my daddy being gone, there's nothing better. That's right, not better. Right. No. Um, but it's just the my daddy's of, in heaven. Yeah. Was and that's the better. Promise of he's, eternity. he's yeah. whole, he's healed. Yeah. He's in his right yeah. mind. He had right. dementia. And so he's, he's walking and he's worshiping the Lord and mm-hmm. he's up there and I'm excited because he gets to watch me from afar now. Right. He really gets to watch me do it. Yeah. And not just view. here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, um, in everything where you would think, Oh, good Lord, that's the worst thing ever that could yeah. happen. Yeah. Actually, I've had to sit here recently and just say, well, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Cause you did it better than I could. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what your plan was, Yeah, but your plan was better. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. And in all of that, I would lose it all again if it meant that I'm walking in his will because the no is not something I want to give or say or do because yeah. there's nothing good in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in the yes, it may not be what you imagine it to be. Yeah. But it's better. Right. That's powerful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I was at um, church yesterday and uh, the pastor, um, uh, this verse had come to me back when I was getting ready to go to Hungary. Mm-hmm. And so then yesterday I'm sitting in service and all of a sudden he puts it up on the wall and I'm tears just start falling. <laughs> and let me tell you, this path, this path is not without tears every yeah. single day. So sure. right now at this point, every day, mm-hmm. there's going to come a time where I just stop and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just stopping. And there's been times in the past with other countries that I have just sat and said, why, why are you sending me to these places that <laughs> right. I don't know anybody? I don't have any friends. I'm not going to know anybody. I don't speak the language. Like, yeah. why are you doing this to me? Uh-huh. Like I told the Lord, he's doing this horrible thing to me yeah. by sending yeah. me overseas. Uh-huh. And, um, I, you know, I've just had all the real conversations. We've been real. Yep. We talk about those things. And, um, but back when I was getting ready to go to Hungary, well, Hungary was a, po- a possibility at the time. And then now where I'm going, um, this verse was read in a service yeah. back then. And then it was posted on the wall yesterday and I was like, oh, okay. And so there come the tears as I'm sitting there just pouring. And I was like, Darn it, you're Lord. right. You're like, right. What's wrong with that girl? Darn it, Lord. <laughs> you're right. Genesis chapter 12, verse one says, the Lord said to Abraham, go forth from your land, your uh, relatives and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Wow. Wow. And so that's not the first time that verse has come to me in a confirmation of do what I tell you to do. It's going to be okay. And the message yesterday was about more, more in 2024. That's what he was saying. (laughs) More in 2024. And and so I was like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. You know, he's going to bless. He's going to do more, more than I could imagine. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this time entails what it's going right. to look like. It's already yeah. going to start with challenges already. I know that. Yeah. Um, but, and that's the other thing, part of, you know, talking about support system for me, like all I have left now is my support system. My girls, yeah. like that's all I got left. Yeah. And then to walk away from that, mm-hmm. um, to go to a place where I know nobody. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the language. 
I don't know yeah. how to say, excuse me, where's your bathroom? Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm familiar with Europe. I've been to Germany before, to other countries before. I've been to these places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean I've lived there. Right. It doesn't mean I know what right. it's like to live there. It doesn't mean that that culture is familiar to me. It's right. a whole new culture to yeah. learn. And um, so in every culture, whether they have a siesta time or they have a quiet time or they have a everybody's closed on Sunday yeah. or, you know, you have to make sure you get your milk on Saturday night because they're not going to be open on Sunday. Right. You know, right. all of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. challenges that you just don't know right. you're going to face. Yeah. And um, and to have to do that alone. Mm-hmm. And I know we were talking about the single thing earlier. Everybody's like, well, she, Jesus is your husband. You love him. He's your husband. Um, no, I, y'all. People no, say stop that to saying me. that. That's, that is not yes. encouraging. No, that's gross. No. Stop it. In the no. name of Jesus, stop <laughs> saying that. I know you're trying to encourage somebody uh, in the Lord and you're trying to make them feel better. No. But I'm here to tell you, stop it. Yeah, that is nobody. Not a word. No, no, no. The Lord. We do not take that word. The no, Lord even. It. Says, shut up thy mouth. If exactly <laughs> that is in the Bible, yes, amen. You could continue. I'm, I need yes. to say that, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, people, you know, in there, it you don't really take the opportunity to say, I'm really lonely today, yeah. Like, you yeah, can't just right. post on Facebook, I'm lonely, I just wish right. I had my girls. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't post that yeah. kind of stuff. And so, if you just like, you know, I'm really missing whatever, you know, or it's just been a hard time, pray for me. I'm yeah. kind of, if mm-hmm. you say anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, people come back with the very super spiritual things, and you're yeah. like, no, 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 like what I'm saying today is, I am lonely, yeah, like. Cause I'm a person. I'm a human, I'm a human being. I'm yes. human. I feel alone. You're not yeah. alone. God's with you. Yes. We all know that. Know yes. That. We know that. That's very nice. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And I have my cat and we're great. Yeah. But <laughs> besides my cat, yeah. I'm a little lonely yeah. today right. and it's okay. It's, right. it's human nature. Yes. It and is. it's something everybody experiences, no matter how spiritual you are, you do get mm-hmm. those kind of feelings Yeah, and that's okay. And so there's many challenges that come but that are still good challenges. You yeah. know, the Lord provides. Yeah. The Lord but, takes but care of But I think that that's, that's kind of the, the problem that, like, for people that are in any kind of, like, church capacity, mm-hmm. people think that you're not supposed to have those feelings mm-hmm. because you're just so super spiritual and so mm-hmm. in tune with God. And, right. Like, you know, you're not supposed to have down days or, you know, days that you don't want to get out of bed, days that you really don't want to go serve the children you know Mm -hmm. i believe the children are our future but i don't want to be with them today um (laughs) you know and they just think like you should just always because that's what god's called you to do and yeah yeah, i think we all need a reality check that yes that you're human just Mm -hmm. like the rest of us are Mm -hmm. and you're allowed to have those feelings Mm -hmm. and yeah please i mean please think about that please let her have her feelings well so is Jesus. He was Jesus all God and all man. Uh, yeah, he absolutely. was, he knew. Mm-hmm. And that's why he had to get alone with the, with the Lord, mm-hmm. with God and speak to his father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause he had to have, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the spiritual time and, mm-hmm. and the, the, cause he said, um, man lives on bread alone. No, no <laughs> man lives on bread alone. <laughs> Live. Man, shall not live by bread alone, by by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Thank you. Ha- hallelujah. I knew somebody would catch up. I knew it. I was just seeing if y'all was awake. Jamie likes bread. <laughs> I want bread. 
But, well, but that's you funny. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like uh, Jesus Kay and I were talking about that. Though. He knew. Uh-huh. He knew. And he continues to know that. Yeah. And it, uh, it's the humans that have yeah. more of a problem with we it. Do. We do. You know, God's like, come to me. Mm-hmm. All you who are, I'm weary. not going to, I'm not heavy quoting laden. the Bible. Yes. And heavy laden. And I will give you rest. That's right. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me and learn from me mm-hmm. that's right i'm lowly and that's humble right. one uh i think it was in maybe 2019 or so uh my new motto became eat a snack take a take nap, a nap. oh because put that on a shirt that's right. hashtag i made a sign i did all the things because i was like remind myself if i can mm. you know hangry uh-huh. you know if i'm yeah. feeling hangry if i'm feeling something i'm like mm. Mm, just eat Listen. a snack girl take a nap that's elijah take a did it yeah, he did. did it. And yes, Jesus he did. did it. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, he got in a boat. He took a, mm-hmm, took a, a nap. nap in a boat. Yep. We That's were talking about that sermon. today. We were like, you know what? The disciples were always looking for Jesus. Like, where did he go? Right. Mm-hmm. Where? Because he was always taking time to He's get like, alone and get away. Give me a moment. <laughs> he, has, he had to recharge. Right. Why do we not think that those that are in ministry capacities ever need time Come on. to recharge? Yeah. I think we've done a hopefully a passable job of helping people understand yeah. the good, the bad and the ugly of saying yes to God. But that every time that it's bad and that is ugly, there's mm-hmm. always going to be, um, there's always going to be something good that comes out of it. And it's always going to be better than maybe even what you had thought it was going to be. So mm-hmm. thank you so yes. much, Kay, for coming and Speaking is there something us, that you would? Yes, we close out here. What you could encourage somebody with today, mm-hmm. if if they're in that place of saying, you know, I said yes, but I didn't see nothing happen, so I'm just going to do my own thing. Right? They're just, yep. you know, kind of right in the middle of the mm-hmm. fence right now. What yeah. would you? What encouragement would you give someone today to? Um, get back on the wheel with God Mm -hmm. and continue to let him mold you, make you and get on fire for God. Yeah. Yeah. If you've said yes to him and you're not seeing anything happen the way you think, then revisit that conversation with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Have the conversation again. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but then now I have to take my step of faith. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Tell Mm -hmm. me what to do. Tell me where to go. Tell me what the next step is. Yeah. And even if it's just one step, it's not the whole staircase. Mm-hmm. It's one step. Yeah. Take yeah. that one. He'll guide you to the next one. Guide you to the next one. Yeah. And um, every time I've been to a different place or different location, it's never been places I've wanted to live. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. never <laughs> been a list of places I've been like, yeah, Y'all need I'd to totally hear her. love to live yeah. in Hungary. That's where I'd love to live. Right. So right. I've never been right. sent on the mission field to places I've always thought I'd want to go. Right. Never mm-hmm. been. That's good. I never said yes to living in like mm-hmm. tropical paradise. I mean, I'd want to go there too, but that would be hard too. Yeah. yeah. Anything and everything I can think of would be easy. Probably be hard too. Be hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. doing what God's called you to do is hard yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But he equips you and he gives you the strength to do what he's called you to do, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. So just take the first step. Yeah. And that would be a conversation with him. And then whatever the next step is, take it one at a time. Yeah. And he gives you grace Mm -hmm. for all the missteps that you take. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you pulled yourself out of the the running, the yes, for Mm -hmm. a while there until you came back. And there was no 
condemnation. Mm-hmm. It was it was grace and it was opportunity and it was yeah. get back on the yeah. And you yeah. can run, but you can't hide. He's real patient. He is. He'll yeah. wait on you. Yep, because mm-hmm. he knows where you are. Yeah. yeah, and he knows where you need to be. Oh, yeah, come and on. so he will get you there. But that you just call have to hear it's him he doesn't take you, it back. Bringing you there, Mm-mm. no. Even even if you want him to, he doesn't take it back. If he's called you, mm-hmm. he's gonna wait for you to come back. Nothing but, you yeah. can do will change his mind. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Stop running. Mm-hmm. All you out Love there, you mean it. Uh-huh. But... All you out there who are running, mm-hmm. take it from three women who have run <laughs> as far the other way as they could. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. It, it don't work. It right. don't work. He and he, he can take you to places you never imagined. Yeah. That's what good. what do you think is on the other side of your yes? Yeah. Hmm. If it's all about well, if I say no, then I get to do what I want. But what right. if you say yes? Mhm. What if? What if? Oh, that's good. Thank you, Kay. We appreciate yeah. you we being love here. You. We're we love, praying for you. Absolutely. You. And uh we look forward to hearing more about all the wonderful things that God's doing as you continue to say yes. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening into our podcast today. Send us your questions, comments, or even a prayer request. We would definitely love to hear from you. You can email us at whatwouldj3do at gmail.com. And remember to find us on Spotify, hit subscribe, so you can keep up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. Hey, we pray you be blessed as always. And remember... Stay Stay with with the the process. process. Bye.